Hey friends, and welcome to the Align Your Life podcast. My name is Allison, and today we're going to be diving deep into anxiety. Is this the emotion that is driving your behavior patterns? The ones that you can't seem to change no matter how hard you try? For a lot of people it is, and so we're going to take today to explore anxiety, to bring some healing to it, to talk about some ways that we can actually use this sensation to fuel our healing journey. Do you have a behavior pattern that you desperately want to change, but no matter how hard you try, you cannot seem to shift? You feel stuck to it like glue? You wake up in the morning with all the intention in the world to let it go? And then you find yourself revisiting it on a daily basis. I understand. And I want to start this podcast off with telling you that you are not strange or weird or alone. We all have quirks and ways that we handle life. And when you're in that state of conditioned coping... It's very difficult to pull yourself out of it when you don't understand what is driving that behavior. And nine times out of 10, the root cause of that is an underlying feeling of anxiety. For whatever reason, you are dealing with an underlying sense of dis-ease. You're not at peace within. Maybe everything in your life seems to be going fine, but your brain is just hardwired for worry. Anxiety can have a lot of different sources. It can be a learned behavior. If you had a parent or parents that were very anxious, you saw them relate to the world with concern, stress, and pessimism. And you unconsciously take that in. And until you realize and unlearn, right, that behavior, you think that that's just how life goes. That's how life looks. It can be physiological. You can have an imbalance in your gut. You can have a hormonal imbalance. You could have some kind of nutritional deficiency. You could be deficient in magnesium. Poor diet will cause anxiety. A lot of added sugar processed foods, too much caffeine, that's all going to contribute to that feeling. Sometimes people have an underlying food allergy that they don't even know about and they're eating this food and they're not realizing that it's causing their body to react emotionally. There's also lifestyle. What kind of environment are you putting yourself in? Is it a high stress environment in your workplace or in your home? What are you surrounded by? What are the, who are the type of people that are you know, in your immediate circle that you're with on a daily basis because you feed off of that energy? So you have to look at that. There are so many pieces to this puzzle. Sometimes it's just one thing, but sometimes it's kind of all of these because they all tend to feed off one another. Sometimes the biggest source of anxiety is not living your purpose. You will not feel at peace if you are not on purpose. You're always going to get this sense like, I'm doing what's comfortable. I'm doing what's safe. 
I'm doing what's stable, but I know I'm not really happy. And there's something just bugging me on the inside that I should be over here doing this, but it doesn't seem practical, reasonable, um, mature, <laughs> whatever, whatever your reasoning for not trusting your instincts or your gut, that can cause a sense of upset inside, right? Okay, so you have to tackle all the sources. Sometimes it's one, like I said before, sometimes it's a bunch of them. Once you do that, I want you to start to realize how often during your day you are experiencing that feeling. And if you're in the coping zone, right, you are elbow deep in ice cream, you're having your third glass of wine, you're buying that 10th pair of shoes online, you've been scrolling social media for the past four hours, whatever it is, if you can pull yourself out of it for one minute and ask yourself, what feeling am I trying to distract myself from with this behavior pattern? If you can just take a step out of it for one second, if that feeling, you know, sometimes it might be frustration, sometimes it might be anger, I would bet you that most of the time it's anxiety, that you feel nervous about something. Often the behavior that we use to calm the anxiety creates more anxiety. And then we use more behavior to calm that anxiety and it becomes this vicious cycle where we're never truly bringing a sense of peace to our nervous system. We're just activating it over and over and over again. So picture this, you're alone in the kitchen. You just finished an entire box of Oreos. Why? Because you really don't want to get up and go to that job tomorrow. You know you're betraying yourself every time you walk through those doors, but you're not ready to do anything about it yet. So until you are, you're just going to eat the Oreos. <laughs> and then you eat the Oreos and you feel a sense of nervousness for how much junk food you ate and probably also a rush from all the sugar that's making you anxious. So then you reach for the chips and then the ice cream. And it just continues on and on and on from there. Or maybe you're really struggling with your weight. For whatever reason, you're not comfortable with your size. Maybe it's because society hasn't accepted the size that you are and you're getting the messages that somehow it's not okay. Or maybe you truly are not feeling your healthiest and your best and you really, really deep down want to change that. But because you feel so much shame about the way you look, you cope with that sense of nervousness and shame by eating junk food and then you eat the junk food and you feel nervous that you ate it because you're trying so hard to change your body and so you eat more junk food and you get stuck this is how you get stuck and I want to show you how to get unstuck getting unstuck means getting uncomfortable you have got to learn to sit in that sensation and deal. <laughs> yeah, be brave and you just have to deal. When you're feeling nervous and you just start 
unconsciously walking towards the kitchen, turn yourself around, walk yourself upstairs, and lay down for five minutes. Put yourself in the shower. Read a book. Don't get on your phone. Just open up a book. Feel the pages of the book and read for five minutes. Take a walk. The second you connect with nature, your nervous system instantly calms down. If there are people in your life, contributing to that sensation creates space between you and them. Take that time for yourself. Don't pick up the phone. Maybe even if you need to change environments, do it. If you feel the source of your anxiety is physiological, you're feeling like it might be your thyroid or your hormones or your digestive system, please honor that. Your body is so intelligent. It knows when something is off. Go see a functional medicine doctor. I cannot tell you how many times I went to a regular doctor with some pretty dramatic symptoms. I was given standard blood work all of which came back fine and I was sent on my way and also kind of looked at like I was completely nuts for even coming in saying I didn't feel well. You shouldn't ever feel like that. I want you to go see someone that is going to listen to you, that understands that the body works as one. It's not all these different systems and they each work independently and who is going to do some really thorough testing that's going to pick up on everything, whether it's nutritional, whether it's hormonal, whether it's a problem with your detoxification process, right? They're going to address all that. And a lot of times anxiety really does stem from something like this and, you know, from a food allergy. So they're going to be able to do that type of testing and really get to the root cause of what's going on. Finally, I want you to start meditating. Not only is it amazing for the nervous system, but it's a really good way to visualize your purpose. That dis-ease sensation is from your soul sometimes. Knocking at the door saying, hey, you are not listening to me. You have something that you are meant to do in life that you are not doing. You're not paying attention or you know deep down that you're supposed to be doing something, but you're acting from fear rather than from trust. So in meditation is when we start to develop that trust of our inner self, of knowing that if we have an image in our mind that it's there for a reason And no matter how impractical or ridiculous it may look, no matter how scary it may seem, because it may mean that we need to let go of everything we have at this point, that eventually we'll have the confidence to honor it. Meditation can also offer you a beautiful opportunity to heal. One of the things I didn't address earlier is that anxiety can stem from trauma. If you have had a really painful experience in your past that is stored in your body, it will absolutely contribute to that undercurrent of tension and stress. When you're in your meditation, you can bring healing and light to whatever you went through, whether it was an experience, 
an event, a relationship, you can take time to cut those spiritual cords. It doesn't mean that it goes away, but in meditation, you can change the way that your body and mind relate to it. It's also an opportunity to let it go from the body. We don't want to keep those things stuck in our cells. That will absolutely lead to chronic illness. So in our meditations, if we're able to really feel a sense of release, we're not only going to feel the spiritual benefits, we're also going to reap physical benefits. I hope that this episode was helpful in understanding anxiety and that you realize that you really can use it to fuel your healing journey. If you have any questions about anything we talked about today, or you feel like some one-on-one coaching might be helpful, just reach out. You can always find me at alignworkouts.com, on Instagram at alignworkouts, or on Facebook.